Tim Marker. What's going on, Animal City Movie Talk fans? As always, I'm your host, Ryan D. Clint Ryan 680. I'm back, Angela at that Kelly Ange. What's going on? And coming down from the Countdown City Geek Cast, what's up? The CEO himself, the owner, <laughs> the one, the only, Steady. What's up, yeah. man? How, how you doing? <laughs> what's up, guys? How's it going? Glad to be back. Oh, oh yeah. It's always it's always going, going good over here. And our first ever live stream where uh, me and Angela are actually in the same house. You can kind of hear me a little bit, so we'll work on that. But first time trying this out. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. And first, first and foremost, the where of course the major, uh, major stuff we're gonna be talking about, the major topics. That's what's happening right now in the in the movie talk world, which was uh, yesterday, James Gunn Day. I mean, James Gunn Day cannot come. Uh, it it was yesterday. I kind of feel like it. I know we're not calling it that, but we should because <laughs> it's not really. Uh, too much of an uh, it's like not too much of a coincidence where we saw Guardians of the Galaxy uh, that that Christmas special you know like that uh, that released a trailer I believe with, that was yesterday right Ted yep yeah yeah so they they released a uh, Marvel released a Christmas special that I was very like eh, why do we need it I mean were you on board with that from the get go what do we really need that or yeah before watching not? the trailer anything Guardians anything Guardians I'm in love with they gun stole my heart and he <laughs> showed us what he could do with uh an ip and uh, a group like the guardians he surprised the hell out of me with the first one so anything he wants to do regarding guardians i'm down yeah okay i got i got you and so what did you think i know i know you're a big fan of the guardians uh um i'm not too much of a fan of the second one i i, I love the I first like one but... all of them i mean i don't know what's uh, wrong with you uh, oh, dang. <laughs> I, agree with that. I love guardians i love you know again since that first you know one that dropped i love it i'm a little i'm kind of curious about the christmas one but you know i'm here for it i i'm here yeah. for it. if it has the guardians it's it's good well, yeah, yeah, like the trailer came out and everything. And then, uh, you know, I really, again, I, before watching the trailer, I was all like, we don't, we didn't need this. This is just another Disney Plus edition that they're trying to do and everything. And, uh, you know, I was very, I was very skeptical, right? I was just like, what, what are they doing? And I, and it kind of made sense too. Even I was just like, is a guardian supposed to come out very soon? Now they got pushed back. I believe it's coming out in March. I believe March uh, 2023, um, and so you know, going into going into that whole deal and everything, I just I, I was just like okay, and then after watching the trailer, I was like, OMG, like <laughs> all right, I'm on board. James Gunn, he just knows how to steal people's hearts. That's what he does, man. He steals them, and and, and he and he just proves it over and over again. And not only was that that uh, yeah, that was early news early in the day, and then Wonder Brothers Discovery Plus decided to release some very very crucial uh you know uh intel that was i was very shocked at i, I was surprised i'm not gonna lie i really was surprised but i mean knowing knowing where this is coming from knowing how long it has happened since we've been talking about this me, you know me you ted since we've been talking about the D, you know ever since dc first came out with like they're starting their own dcu universe here uh we've always talked about this we need a kevin feige 
we always uh, somewhat similar to a Kevin Feige for DC films and everything. But yeah, James Gunn is finally he, he's the guy. It's not only him though, which I kind of like though. I kind of like that uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran to lead DC Studios for Dis- for Warner Brothers Discovery. Ted, what do you think of that news, man? (laughs) It is brilliant. It is fantastic. Uh, James Gunn, I feel like he is one of the best storytellers with regards to like comic book movies. I'm not talking about like everything, but James Gunn is one of the best storytellers with comic book uh, content today. And so he's going to be leading the creative side of film tv as well as animation and uh, uh peter is actually going to be more of like the numbers guy he's going to be more mm-hmm. the finance guy so the two of them it, it would take two people anywhere else to, to yeah. kind of equal just one kevin feige but it's also great for a number of reasons not only is james gunn intelligent he's a great storyteller but he's also seen how to do things the right way it's exactly, almost yeah. like you took the padawan this is anakin he's anakin he's been stolen from the jedi temple and he's joining the sith uh, he's joining the dark side oh yeah he's joining the dark side this is exactly what it is um and i'm i'm excited i'm stoked i don't think there's a lot of other individuals that could have been in this position i'm down with gun i'm 100 in i'm excited let's go my question is for you is do you think because he obviously has his like style right of like you say storytelling do you think that that would change like like essentially would dc movies have that like gun marvel flair or do you think he would adapt to the darker stories of dc because i think that's a lot of problem people say yeah dc's too dark you know it's not funny it's not colorful I've heard this like a lot yesterday. Yeah. I I heard this a lot. I'm gonna look into the camera when I say this. Yeah. Not not too long ago, James Gunn produced a movie that was like a Superman Elseworlds called Brightburn. It was nothing like Marvel. There I was no that one, happiness. Yes. There was no jokes. It wasn't lighthearted. It was the exact opposite of everything Marvel's done. So Gunn is a chameleon. He could do whatever he wants. He could do yeah. absolutely whatever he wants. So I think. Fans need to not worry about that. He's not going to direct every movie. He's not going to write yeah. every movie. He's just going to be. He's just going to be the the brain behind the entire DC uh, blueprint going forward. He's going to make sure that these films are connected. He's going to make sure that they're cohesive. That's what we all want. People talk about like, oh, they should. They're trying to catch up to Marvel and they're trying to do this and trying to be funny and no, no, no. We just need them to be cohesive. They need to be cohesive films. This needs to be a coherent universe. James Gunn's going to do that. He's seen how it's done the right way. And he's yeah. not going to be Marvel. He's not going to do Marvel. He just knows how to run it like Marvel. So I that's what I'm looking forward to the most. You know, um, I'm, I'm going to say this right right for sure because this is 100 percent on board that i've always said about james gunn you know uh it's not a coincidence you know when you come to hollywood and everything you know the whole the whole coincidence of you know the rocks same his agent his movie agent is actually the same agent as henry cavill it's not a coincidence that you know all that all that situation happened right that's awesome that happened knowing i mean 
I'm gonna put this spoiler. If you do not know that, you know that if Black if Superman's a Black Adam, sorry, but he is. He announced it already. You're Superman's coming back. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> but knowing where James Gunn has really come from, you know, this is like a slap to the face to Disney because of the whole situation of what happened. I mean, look at look at you know what the crazy part is uh, behind the scenes here that a joke that happened what ten. Uh, when it, uh, when James Gunn was fired, a joke that he made, a tweet that he made, or it was a it was a tweet photo party uh, that a joke that was ten years old, and he got fired for that. I think this is biting him in the butt. But you know what's funny that I did a little bit more research on Ted. Guess can you tell me the who the person is that fired James Gunn at 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 uh, Disney? Because it took me a while to find it. Um, so it was ten years ago. Ten that he made no, this? no, 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 no. That, uh, whenever he got fired from Disney, uh, they said, "Oh, like he wasn't going to do Guardians three at the time and all this stuff." But like it was. Well, don't uh, say um, it was Feige. It wasn't Feige. No, no, no. It wasn't Feige. Yeah. Um, I forget so, the the previous CEO's name. So I will tell you right now. This is a this is again. I'm not throwing speculation here, but this is going to be an iconic plan if this was for real. Alan Horn ah, fired him. There you go. And guess where he's at now? He's at he's at Warner Brothers. He's at Warner Brothers. <laughs> isn't isn't that? I mean, this is a diabolical plan. And not only that, I mean, right? I'm not I'm not throwing any uh, I'm not throwing any drama there. But it, it I mean, it was a diabolical plan to move him over. I mean, that's brilliant. Uh, so many times have people ask, you know, James, you know, with DC, I, a lot of it has to do with the colors being so muted. Uh, you know, and they they are to a certain degree. They really are. I mean, the Batman was pretty much shot with a lot of orange shots and everything. But that's just because the whole the whole style of it, the whole Matt Reeves darkness. You know, you, you know, who knows? Maybe the next movie will get more bright colors. You know, you never know. And it's you know, because it's the Batman's not going to be under James Gunn's uh, focus. It's not under yeah. his umbrella. Yeah. So the Batman and the Joker sequel are all going to stay with Warner Brothers. Those yeah. are the only things that aren't going to be under James Gunn's uh, direction or responsibility. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it won't be under James Gunn, so we don't we don't have to worry about too much changing with the Reeves verse. All of that's probably yeah. going to stay the same. You know, and it sucks too because I really wanted it to be part of the DCU one day, but you know, it's just like the Nolan verse. It's just like you know, this is now the reverse that we're living in. Uh, you know. The top five TV shows, the best TV, the best, whether JC probably will fight me on this, the best DC show ever is Peacemaker. I hate to say it, it's effing Peacemaker. Uh, I mean, Peacemaker most popular, is, sure, but I, I mean, James Gunn, hmm. James Gunn came over to Warner Brothers and just was like, I can do this. I can do this. It was just, it was a, a whole window of opportunity for him. And I felt like that really opened the door for him to just be like, Damn, I could be at a different studio that lets me do stuff with these with superheroes, you know, with the superhero genre, and let me do whatever I essentially let me do whatever I want. Um, I, I saw earlier today too that a, a fan actually tweeted out saying, "Oh, well, it looks like he's at the head of studio and not going to be directing." But he never said he was not going to be direct, uh, directing films, so yeah. I could see him directing. Could still, just less than what we expected. I this has to affect Guardians Three. There's no yeah. way he accepts his job and and still um, is going to direct Guardians Three, which I it's it it is unfortunate because I know the cast, especially a guy like Dave Bautista, yeah, that's all he looks forward to working with James Gunn. But yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. 
you never know, man. He might jump over to DC. He might do a, a different there, kind of role. They yeah. can. Oh, he can. Batista, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Batista. That's what I'm saying. And then I even I even heard again. This is just right rumors, right? I mean, I even heard that Batista's tired of playing Black's character. So um, you know, I could see him doing something a little bit different in, in Wonder Brothers. I don't know which character. I'm not gonna throw out a character name or anything hey. like that. Hey. Yes. Hey. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know though, man. Bane's. I don't know. I feel like we need to see someone new, someone uh, different, something we haven't that. seen on the live on the live action. Definitely. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm am so excited to see knowing that he's gonna be the head of the Warner Brothers, uh, DC uh, film studios, and I'm excited, man. I really can't wait to see more of that same joking humor, and I know, and that's the thing too. A lot of people that you know they enjoyed Peacemaker. Anyone that I recommend be like, and it's funny too because there was this one couple that uh, we were watching Black Adam. We got done watching Black Adam, and they were like, I haven't seen this guy in forever. And he's all like, yeah, I like, I love Peacemaker. His wife's all like, ah, I don't like Peacemaker. <laughs> and I'm all like, why? Why don't you like Peacemaker? And she was saying because of the humor. And I was like, I get it. I get it. You know, the humor is going to be hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, some some of it is just you, you like it or you don't. Like, certain parts, like with Eagly, that's gold. Come on. Like, Eagly was yeah. the cutest. How can you not like Eagly? Yeah, true. I mean, Eagly, Eagly was awesome. That one scene where he's like just holding him and cuddling him—that was awesome. I love that. Uh, I definitely, definitely enjoyed that. But Angela, what's uh, uh can you go ahead and re read this for us? Oh, okay. The statement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the statement coming out uh, officially from Warner Brothers uh, that that James Gunn gave out. Yeah. So it says we're honored to be the stewards of these DC characters. Uh, we've loved since we were children, said Gunn and Saffron. We look forward to collaborating with the most talented writers, directors, and actors in the world to create an integrated, multi-layered universe that still allows for the individual expression of the artists involved. Our commitment to Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Harley Quinn, and the rest of the DC stable of characters is only equaled by our uh, commitment to the wonder of human possibility these characters represent we're excited to invigorate the theatrical experience around the world as we tell some of the biggest most beautiful and grandest stories ever told we're especially enthusiastic about doing all of this with mike pam casey channing and the whole warner brothers discovery team and are grateful to David Zalav, whose bold vision for the future of the franchise we share and allows for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Most of all, we can't wait to bring you all into the story of the DCU. Dang. What? You know, I mean, that's like the okay. fishing touches on the cake. I mean, I, I'm enjoying this. I really am. This is just spectacular. I can't wait to see what's in store for us. I can't wait to see Peacemaker 2, Season 2. I can't wait to see what more stuff we're going to bring into the uh, DC works. Because, I mean, there's so much opportunity here we could see. And, you know, what? it was literally yesterday that this news broke. And then today announced we got a little bit later in the day uh that, that announced that we're actually getting a different green lantern than uh, than we normally are used to uh angela can you read this for us please yeah <laughs> excuse him <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Vanna. uh 
All right. So this is Green Lantern series to be redeveloped around Jon Stewart at HBO Max as showrunner departs by Matt Valley. Uh, the series will now focus on popular Green Lantern Jon Stewart. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Ted. I say Vanna like Vanna White, but I don't think you guys, do you guys know who that is, Vanna White? No. You guys are so young. Never mind. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, no. Uh Vanna White is on uh Wheel of Fortune. She like touches the board and like presents. I don't watch Wheel of Fortune. I'm we don't sorry, watch Wheel of Fortune. Uh were you a fan of the original uh I think they were gonna do Hal Jordan, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. No, um, they weren't. They were gonna do Alan Scott and they were gonna include uh Guy Gardner. Which Alan Scott is the OG Green Lantern. He's mm -hmm. like the first in most stories. And um, they also were considering changing his sexuality, which would have been an interesting characteristic. How yeah. they play with that. But uh, now they're just going Stuart, which I wanted Stuart Same before here. we knew who yeah. they were going to involve. And I wanted Diggle from the Arrowverse to be our Stuart, but if you're caught up with the Arrowverse today, they kind of threw out, threw that out the window. So um, I'm I'm eager to see who they choose. They should just get the guy that Snyder chose, and have that connective tissue. Who's yeah? But who's to say they would try that? But I'm excited. It's good. yeah, no, it's yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's 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 very good. You know, I was not a fan of. Um, of the original idea, the original concept, I really wasn't. I was just like, why don't y'all ever? I mean, John Stewart's a very popular, uh, very popular Green Lantern. We've seen him in so many DC animations. We've seen Hal Jordan. I would say we've probably seen more John Stewart and how it's kind of even, right? I would say between them, cartoon. I mean, cartoon wise, remember, the remember the most popular. Green yeah, Lantern I was, sure. I was gonna say. I mean, for me, I feel like they're even because I remember watching the DC Justice League show. That was on Cartoon Network, and they had him. Uh, it, it was it was the John Stewart Green Lantern, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, and then and then later on, of course, we got the Hal Jordan movie. Then we have the Hal Jordan. Uh, I think they did a mini series with him too, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be totally wrong on that. But I mean, knowing where all this is coming from and everything, I uh, from the last. It's crazy. From the last uh, Green Lantern movie, which was the Ryan Reynolds one, which was just why, in in by all <laughs> means, did they think that was a good movie? Uh, you know, I feel like they, they need a refresh. I, and I was very surprised, very surprised. Angela, guess who likes uh, Green Lantern a lot? Guess who's Green Lantern favorite hero that I never knew? So we, we went to Disney with. I never knew this until until uh, somebody told me. No, uh, tell me. Eileen. Oh, Eileen, my yeah. girl, my girl. Yeah, the, her favorite character. I never knew that. Uh, the whole th with Tom we do. I was like, "What? Your favorite character's Green Lantern?" I'm all like, "Damn, they haven't done it justice." I mean, it you know this, yeah. And for me though, I kind of feel like uh, James Gunn should really push for a film. I feel like this movie should be for a film. Knowing where we got in the last, you know, talk about characters that nobody knows about, right? I mean, so many people did not know who the hell Doctor Fate was. Granted. Yeah. Granted, here's the thing. How the how in the hell do we go to a world where people do not know Doctor Fate, even though he has 20 years in the comics, 20 years more age than Doctor Strange, but yet everyone knows Doctor Strange. That's the crazy part. I mean, obviously Marvel capitalized on that. They did it before 
DC did, and it's just like, dude, Doctor Fate. That's all I'm saying, bro. The best part of that movie was Doctor Fate. The best part of that movie. Oh, I mean, Ted, I was happy to see Black Ted, Adam. I cannot stress how giddy and excited he was in the theater every time he was on the screen. Dude, I was, I was, was like, great. I shed a tear a little bit because I was just like, dude, this is the Doctor Fate that I've always wanted. Like, it just, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Doctor Fate's my number third uh, best superhero ever. It just. He's number three. Of course, Batman is number one. Superman's number two, right? I mean, it's inevitable. But, uh, you know, it's just it's it's so amazing to see Dr. Fate come to life. And, and I wasn't a fan of um, uh, the actor that was playing 007. You know, I really wasn't. I was just like, what are they doing? This is so dumb. He's, he's so but, but But this is before watching the movie. Before watching the movie. And then... Oh hell no! He changed the whole day. He's such game. a great actor. What are you talking about? I was, he was spectacular. I, was I loved him. It. I, I loved him in it. Time. I was. I was wrong. He's, he's yeah, the I'll best admit part it. of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Justice Society is. The, I would say the whole Justice Society as a whole. Hawkman, I enjoyed way more than I than I thought I would ever do because I was just like, uh, it's gonna be okay. Justice, okay, all right. I'm more excited for Black Adam. I'm more excited for you know uh, to see Doctor Fate. Oh, Adam Smasher's gonna be in there. That's so cool. Granted, it wasn't a perfect movie. There was a lot of problems I had with it, but it didn't outweigh my whole review of the film. So I mean, I I know uh, Ted, did you like Black Adam? I I did like it. It's definitely I. It's way too fast paced. Like yeah. it's it's way too quick. They need to you know step on the brakes, pump the brakes a little bit throughout the movie. But uh, I had a good time. It was enjoyable. It was entertaining. And uh, that's that's all I really got to say. It's not breaking any records. It? I did not love it. I, I liked it a lot. It was really good. It's a passable film. I liked it. Um, passable yeah. film. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. So one of, one of the one of the nerve endings, and we'll get to the comments down below. I see you, David. I see you, brother. I see you, man. We'll get to the comments in, in a little bit. Uh, so like one of the things that I really did uh, hate it was very cringy was the small dialogue we it felt like a second grader wrote the damn script and the dialogue was just terrible i was just like i wanted more of a deeper connection between whether it be black adam i mean i feel like black adam was even villain enough i mean granted he was killing the f out of people right i mean uh i mean he really was he was killing the hell out of people and you know i just for me as as a fan of, of the whole uh villainy role right when we saw in joker and everything uh i i just i just feel like it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be a little bit more worse uh you know and but that again that goes back to saying me saying it didn't outweigh i did i have a fun time in the theater hell yes i did did i cry in the theater i shed one tear um and, and same you know and, single and, tear. and people and people are like uh comments and you know individuals we just ask myself oh what do you you aren't you ready for uh wakanda forever i'm like well wakanda forever is coming off the coming such a strong different film it's a definitely different tier for me as a grading goes because it's definitely has the tier of the first one right how great the first one the culture the whole dynamic of that and so with black adam it had like no culture besides the besides the bad tasting of the last dc film and and whatever people want to say because it was a, it was a suicide squad i enjoyed it people were still kind of like eh, it was good it wasn't terrible as the other one uh even though i still enjoyed the last one but uh but yeah i mean knowing where dc's going knowing that there's a more stronger direction here now with uh with james gunn and everything i'm excited to see i'm excited for what's to come and I'm excited for Peacemaker and everything else coming. I definitely am. 
Uh, and yeah, Eileen, she really, uh, it, it's, yeah, David, I see you right there, man. Appreciate it, but <laughs> I see you, man. I see you. But uh, Ted, any final thoughts, comments? Listen, there's just, you really had to write the hell out of the Black Adam character in order to get Dwayne Johnson like lost in that character. And yeah. unfortunately, it wasn't written strong enough. It's still Dwayne it Johnson. It's still Dwayne Johnson in a superhero outfit. See, and, and, and it, that it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't enough. You really had to write <sighs> a solid character. So the hardest part for me is mm -hmm. getting over the fact that it's just Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> See, and and, and that's the, that's the thing too is that um, I really was struggling with that exactly. And also, he really didn't say that many. I mean, in the first act of the film, he wasn't really talking. So it was just like, okay, doesn't. Does he talk? Is he a mute? Or what's going on here? Like it would just, it would just, he was just smashing things or destroying stuff, and it just, uh, it, it really, uh, it also the logic in here was very getting me very upset, right? The logic, and we, and we let's let's talk about two two tidbits here. One that I really noticed that was very annoying as f was if this was his prison, why would they write the name to release him out of that prison? One, two. When the um, when hell's coming to earth, when um, uh, w when the god creatures coming and he brings his, those creatures, all you need to do is grab something and hit them with it, and that's it. They're dead. It just didn't make any sense to me. I was just like, I, I mean, thought, I thought like, hell on earth would be a little bit worse. I don't know. They're just souls of the damned, right? They're just, they're just special about it. They're not like demons. I mean, they're just well, there's. I, mean, I don't know. They. I mean, if, if, Ted, call me what crazy, do you think? But I don't I think me, they're supposed to be like these badass zombie ghost uh, devil of the whatever i don't think they're supposed to be that cool like that was just the, that was just the first wave the first wave yeah. were just the pawns and then you get like you know the big the big dogs <laughs> afterwards yeah the big oh, so man. I, I, I can get past the skeletons yeah uh, I, I couldn't those guys that, you know like random citizens could just you know impale oh and and us also that made, was... that made the most sense Dude. because homeboy could, wasn't gonna die that day so he was like, I that, was funny. I that was funny. That, that was, was funny. That was, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, one of the things I also, that I did not like was the kids. Again, this could have been done by any kid and he's not really a kid. He's an 18 year old kid. Uh, um, the dialogue that, that they chose for him to say was just, uh, it was just not worthy of a DC film. I, I, again, this is going, going back to where the strong dialogue and that's the thing too. DC is really great on strong dialogue. They really have been. I mean, they, they, you know, so many, so much emotions when we first saw uh, Man of Steel and when Lois Lane is talking to him in that, in that interrogation room, he's like, what is that? Is that, what is that symbol? He's all like, on my planet, or I, again, I'm probably saying it wrong. In my planet, this means hope. And then yeah, I would just yeah. be like, dude, that was, I mean, <laughs> I still, that's like, wow, dude. Like it just, they really been so strong on like the dialogue. They have been. And so, and the strong enough villainy roles and everything. And they have the villains. You know, when we talk about villains. We talk about a lot about DC killing on the villain side. And so, I don't know. I kind of felt like half of the movie should have been killing or at least having some strong uh, foundation for him to really, really uh, have that tr transition from good or from bad to good. I feel like they should have capitalized on that a little bit more, but yeah. All right, but uh, any final thoughts, Ted? No, good. Yeah, Angela, I know I she called me crazy. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. It's all over my face. So y'all are both crazy. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, next topic, Angela. What, what we got for the next topic today? Oh, so I think we're transitioning into game or House of the Dragon. Yeah, House of the Dragon, HBO season, Max. Season finale just aired not too long ago on Sunday. My gosh, do we have a lot to say about this? Uh, so episode 10, season finale had 9.3 million viewers. And it was the biggest HBO season finale since Game of Thrones. And that's not surprising because everyone who's a Game of Thrones fan maybe didn't get on board with Game of Thrones, you know, right away has been highly anticipated. Like, this is a show like, of the year. Like people are, this, this is the this Game show. of Thrones baby. This is like the, the is... Game of Thrones made a baby and they're calling it house of dragon. And then they're making another baby called John, uh, John snow. That's coming out. We don't have, <laughs> and... we don't know what it's called yet, but we know he's, it's a spinoff. I mean, they're capitalizing a lot on this whole series. So, Ted, we haven't really talked about it, the uh, House of the Dragon. I want to get your input first, because uh, uh, if you are if you are new to the channel, if you listen, if you watched our past videos, you know me and Angela's review. Ted, give some of your review for us, man. What did you think of this whole uh, season, season finale, and all that good stuff? Yeah, start man. start with the season finale. What do you think <laughs> of the way it ended so far? Yeah. I I love the way it ended. It it gives you wanting so much more. The final scene, just seeing uh, Rhaenyra and just the look on her face, is all you need. And it it's a setup for next season, sure, but it's the best kind of setup. It it's gonna leave you wanting to see what happens that first episode. And honestly, it I feel like it was a smart place to end the first season because yeah. from here on out. The the story is going to be massive. The budget's going to be massive. The action yeah. scenes, like everything's going to be uh, brought up a few notches from here on out. So this was a strategic and smart um, spot to mm -hmm. end the first season. And everything else from here on out is going to be a freaking roller coaster. And we're I'm excited to go along for the ride. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this whole this whole show and everything when we talk about it, you know, me and as we talked about so many times, was that this show was just beautifully done. I mean, it was fantastic. Uh, that see, that episode one was just pure storytelling at its finest. It really was. It it, it brought us in. It kind of because people were like, "Well, how is it going to start off? Where are we going to? Okay, it's two hundred years before. How is it going to transition?" The opening was when, good. I like the opening. Yeah, how it introduced yeah. everything. Everything. On the yeah. Uh, so people always, uh, again, this is just people asking, well, what do you, what do you think of House of Dragon? Okay, well, let's, let's be honest here. House of the Dragon has what, well, I'll call it the piggyback. It has the piggyback show of Game of Thrones. Now people are comparing it. Is this better than the season finale for season one finale of Game of Thrones? I'm going to say hell yes. I'm going to say hundred percent. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. I, for me, I think it is. <laughs> I think, I think it is. Oh, and, the, and uh, hey, I'm just saying season one of Game of Thrones, the season finale, the finale, of season the finale. One was like the, the biggest, like what the F moment of like history. <laughs> <television>. <laughs> again, again, that just, yeah. It's oh yeah. All time. Great moment in television. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about the same show, but again, that's just me saying that. But you know, it it's it's definitely uh, it's it's definitely a, a tear, right? I mean, it brings tears to my eyes, especially when that very last shot is of Rhaenyra and all that. I, it's just beautifully done. It just again, we talk about it in the in our in me and Angela's review was that we Game of Thrones. It was more vocal, vocal. Uh, when something would happen bad or something, what it would be more vocal. This series, it is vocal. 
but I would say it's more facial expressions in this series so much more, especially when they're in that dining hall, when they're all there. It's just so much facial recognition. Like you, you don't even have to talk drama, but you know that the drama's there. You know that people don't like certain individuals by them just looking at them. And they had a little bit of that in Game of Thrones, but more so in this one, just because uh, there was just so much, I feel like for me, it was just so, there's so much loyalty, right? This is where the start of the loyalty, they started the the whole oaths, which I did love. I did love how they were, uh, how Stark, the Lannisters, they didn't take oaths likely back then. With Game of Thrones that we got 200, 300, whatever you want to call it, 200 years later, everyone was breaking like, oh my, okay, well, I held to this king. I held to this Baratheon. I held to this. It just, everyone was going crazy, like bending the knee for certain individuals. But what does my house get? What is marriage and all this well, stuff? Well, you, we got, you see the we start of it that. here. Yeah, you see the start yeah. of it here. Like you see everyone swore, you know, fealty to Rhaenyra. And then like, you know, several years down the line, they're like, oh, you know, Aegon is born. He's the rightful yeah. heir. Everyone was on board. And I know some of it was, you know, fear, intimidation, you know, intimidation tactics like get on board or you die. Essentially, you're a prisoner. But a lot of houses like broke their oath right away. So you see the start of that, like in here that leads, you know, further down. Yeah, no, exactly. D definitely. And that's the thing, too, is that you know we get to see. A lot of people struggle like I already swore my allegiance to somebody else, to another queen or uh, to the king and everything. And then so, you know, it just it really bums down to it. And and also what a fantastic job we saw of young Rhaenyra in here. And she was just so, so good. I mean, all the all the young actresses, that, that all the youngsters, they were really good in here. I loved them. I was more worried that I wasn't going to enjoy uh, the adult versions because we uh, you know with us game of thrones fans with us uh just being so stuck to that nostalgia of these actors because again we had game of thrones we were stuck with them for so many years of that aria playing aria we watched her grow up to a woman we watched we watched all of them really grow up and you know uh and and, and definitely it definitely uh was a sensitive issue i would say a little bit towards on but then obviously when we got that that first episode uh you know, it, it really changed everyone's mind, I would think, on, on that on that perspective and everything. But um, what do you think of House of the Dragon? I mean, you enjoyed the whole series? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think of the series as a whole? Like the series as a whole was very good. It it's it's uh, anchored by strong performances all around. They picked the right people. They hired the right cast. I don't think there was anybody that I didn't like. Even the kids. Even all the kids, they like stepped up their game, and everybody had something to do. And uh, I'm still eager to find out what you know these these kids that are still alive around. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, these kids who are still around. I'm still interested in seeing what they become. I'm not as invested yet as I was after watching the first season of Game of Thrones. I'm not there yet, but I'm still on board. I'm excited. I think the this first season, they really wanted to set up these characters. And so you get all this backstory and their origins and how they came to be and where their relationships all started and everything. Now that's all out of the way. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to now wonder where they came from. And the show doesn't have to tell that story anymore. So season yeah. two is just going to be full blown drama from here on out. You know, we spent oh, yeah. a lot of time growing up with these people finding out all these little things but now we don't have to worry about that so i'm excited to see what they do with it next 
Yeah, I mean, knowing that the Dance of the Dragon is officially on. It's officially yeah. on. And knowing of a, of a, F, of a, a really screwed up uh, playing around lost control of his dragon and everything. Uh, Amen. Yeah, Amen. Mm. Oh, man. If you haven't seen Game Both of Thrones. Uh, Amen yeah. and Luke. You, you know, I, I don't know. But here's the thing, though. Luke, though, he was... Dude, okay. No, no. But okay. Luke was trying just to make it back home. In, in my in my point of view, he was really just trying to make it back home. Uh-uh. Eamon was the bully Eamon the was situation. the Dude, he was I'm always sorry. messing with them. He was always messing. Even in the table, he was messing with them. I mean, he just, he knew. And, and that's the thing. He just looks like a young Damon. He really does. And he, he, he really looks like a young Damon. Uh, um, awesome hair, by the way. I just, you know, he, he really plays that character so very well for us to really hate him. Uh, and when you get us to hate a certain character and when you get us to really cried in certain moments and everything especially you know i i don't know how far they're gonna stretch this season i know there's their season two already got greenlit um i could see this going on at least two more seasons i would say but after that i mean who's to say that we don't get how stark in here too knowing it could be a spinoff as well you know of that a whole we watched ned stark really grow up and everything and and maybe see the whole uh whole uh really all the whole nostalgia come come to game of thrones you know in that way and, and i'm excited to see what's next for game of thrones and everything and really excited to see more damon because damon's awesome <laughs> i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna get a house i'm gonna get a house targaryen wig i'm gonna put it on for game of thrones he wanted the costume then, he really you know, wanted the costume <laughs> dude i'm gonna i'm gonna get it do that i want to see that yeah i'm gonna get it i'm gonna wear it i'm gonna be like dude sh- ready ready to watch house of the dragon in two years it sucks it's uh, taking so long uh, but that's that's the way that's the name of the game though. HBO always takes their time with shows, but that is great, guys. I know everyone's upset, including myself. But what do y'all want, guys? Do y'all want Netflix shows or do you want quality HBO shows? That's all I'm well, saying. I mean, quality Netflix over quantity. Netflix. Netflix has some quality stuff, but not my- all the time. Not all the Stranger time. They're- things, the Queen's Gambit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Any whoa, whoa, documentary? Time out. Time out. Time out here. Well, you're naming the most popular. That show's gonna end next year, and that's it. They that's their money maker. That's Which their one? money maker. Stranger I Things. Three. I said Stranger the crown. Things. The crown's still going strong, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. I, I. I'll give you that. But I mean, how many seasons is it? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> we don't no. know. How many seasons. <laughs> no. No. I mean, no. How many they, seasons already, is it right now? They've already had three seasons. I want to say. I thought it was four. It could be three or Maybe four. Maybe four. It's, yeah. It's three it's or four that we still haven't gotten to. You know. Really. You know. Part. I'm still mad and bitter that they canceled Santa Clarita Diet. I'm very mad and bitter about that show. That show was great. Uh, but again, it just, it does, if it doesn't hit the numbers and knowing that we're getting more, uh, we're getting official ads on Netflix now because they can't uh, keep up revenue. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out uh, with Netflix users and everything. And Netflix is really, it's going down, man. It's going down. People are losing interest. (laughs) They're just trying to make more money. Everybody watch Dahmer. Everybody I know watch Dahmer. Like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right about that. You're right. But they can't make a season two of Dahmer though. They can't make another. But they, they also did that with like, um, everything, every, uh, what's it called? Tiger King, Squid Game. Everybody talked about Tiger King, Squid Game. Like yeah. everybody says, like, oh, Netflix is going down, and then next month, you know, we're all watching Netflix. All I'm saying, else. all I'm saying is that they come out with more and I, more of like well yeah, talked about shows. I get it, but they are not winning with their awards. Are with their it's it's you know they're not winning on the Emmys. They're not winning on that that the crown, caliber. The crown 
took everything. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, everything. it's, it's an award winning this show. Past, this past, this past, uh, no, year? they didn't. They didn't qualify for this one. They. Oh, okay. The, oh, I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Before. I was gonna say HBO took all this year. That's what I'm saying. HBO took everything. They took. They're yeah, killing the crown, it. The crown swept <laughs> the year before. They beat so my question. Ass. My question for y'all is that um, I know this show was really like a tester for how well spinoffs would do, uh, and obviously successful. Do you think? What other spinoffs do you think could possibly come from the Game of Thrones era, like spinoffs? What, what, or what would you like to see? Well, they they talked about the Dunkin' Egg one, and I I was actually really interested in seeing that one, but um, I I guess that might have been one of the ones that they shelved. Um, I'm down with seeing the Long Night. I the original Long Night, uh, the one that we got was half Ter- good, half yeah. bad. But um, they, you know, let's go see what happened in, in the real long night, and let's just yeah. do a season of the long night. I'm also really interested in that. Go show us Bran the Builder. How the hell did he build that ice wall? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that that yeah. De- you know, I actually I want to see the Mad King. I want to see that whole uh, um, of him starting out, of him and and leading up to the start of Game of Thrones. I feel like we, I feel like we, I sh- I sh- we should get that. Also, like maybe even. Um, uh, the Mad King, maybe even uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting uh, what is dead may never die. Oh my god, what's that house? What is dead may never die. The sea. Uh, well, you know, you know, you know, what I'm talking about the sea. Uh, what is dead may never die. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. Um, I'm interested to see that war. That actually. Greyjoy. Greyjoy. There you go. Thank you. The, the Greyjoy house. How that whole when they went against Barat and then Baratheon got Stark to be on the same team, and then they all fought against them because they tried to invade. And again, there's so many different war stories that we've heard throughout the ages in Game of Thrones, the past. We Arya loves Rhaenyra, and knowing that we're going to see the Rhaenyra that Arya has loved, has talked about, we're like, who do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be like Rhaenyra. There's a scene where in Game of Thrones where she's actually talking um, to Lannister, uh, 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 not Tyrion. um, Oh my god, I'm losing, I'm losing uh, the the dad uh lannister tywin. uh tywin there you go thank you tywin lannister and he and and he's asking you know or she's talking about history and she's like rainier is one of my favorite like my favorite history and knowing that we're getting that it's like anything's possible for me i feel like anything's possible i think they should do how stark i think they should do the mad king there's a lot to capitalize here there really is when it comes down to like knowing that this spin-off show is successful on the viewership world i, I really do think that but um yeah just and follow then john just follow john forever and like he'll bump into aria every now and then <laughs> i mean and then Ari- i would be more interested in to, go yeah. say hi to sansa and bran who's sitting on the throne right now yeah yeah i'm i'll be more interested that. to see uh where Arya's at because she goes in the world of the map where there's nothing so it's definitely she's gonna be the columbus She's gonna take over. She's gonna <laughs> she, she's gonna create Indigenous Day all over again, and then <laughs> and then uh, create her own kingdom over there. Yeah. Be, I don't like, know. We'll I see. I don't care if John's not doing anything. If John's just walking through like the woods, like I would watch that. That's I yeah. don't care. I'm entertained yeah. by anything John does. So yeah, let's do that. Definitely. Yeah, I would like all to right. see a show with old Valeria, like the demise, because they always oh, talk about how yeah. old Valeria fell. Uh, I would Boy like to this. See yeah. That. And and that's funny too because they mentioned so much of Valerian in here, of like the Valerian blood, the bloodline, and it's funny too because even even so, you remember that scene, Ted? I know you're gonna remember this. 
that scene where they're burying um uh they're burying the uh, the sister oh my god i'm getting bad with names right uh i can't remember the dragon's names but um they're burying the sister of the uh the, the, the wife of damon and like, and he's all like, Valerian blood runs thick. It runs strong. And then, and because he's and he's looking at Raydera when he's saying that, obviously, it's just it's just funny. It's, it's just funny. To, yeah, I was just like, wow, this is. And Damon's just laughing it up. He's just like, it's it, it's funny. It, or he and then he gets mad a little bit upset because he's just like, okay, we get it. We know what you're saying. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. I'm excited for House of the Dragon. What's more to come on that, and everything. Uh. Let's go to the comments real quick. I know David was commenting a little bit. What? Davidson Black Adam? Oh, man. Spoiler alert. Sorry, brother. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. Alan Horn. Yeah, you were right about it. See, D uh, David knows what's up. DC has some big wins this past week. You know, with so much happening right now in the DC world, with the in, you know, I just feel like we've had a lot of losses, though. We've had way more losses than wins, I feel like, in the DC world for Artificial movies. Artificial losses. Artificial. Yeah, movies. Like, oh, cut, live action. That's a classic. Sonic yeah, was one of the best comic movies ever. Angela, like don't start. People aren't willing <laughs> are willing to admit that, but yeah, huge success. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, wanted uh wanted Stewart too. Oh, okay, no uh, Tyrese, please, no Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Eileen, she's our homegirl too. <laughs> Love yeah. her. and then Angela, I think this is your friend. Yeah, that's my friend, my old friend Jen. Oh, I miss yeah. her. David says Blood Moon. Yeah, definitely Blood Moon. We got to wait two more years. You know, and 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 if I'm not mistaken too cuz I know he has that logo that brought that brought me up there that his logo that he has on his um profile pic was, you know, uh, the Rings of Power. I've been hearing again, this is just am rumors. I don't know if this is true Ted. I haven't really re done my research on it, but is it true wait the Ring of Power is not going to come out till 3 to 4 years? No, no, no. It'll be 2024 as well. Okay, around the same time. Gonna... Okay. It's gonna take more than a year, I'm, and we're already at the end of 2022, so it, it will I'm, probably come out in 2024. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they move it to 2025 uh, or something, dude, because of how much special effects they used in that. See, we're half, we're not even halfway through, are we, Angela? We're like third, fourth episode. We kind of lost, we we didn't lose interest. We were just focused on other movies and other stuff at the time, and we have and, a lot uh, going on in our lives. Yeah, we got we were watching other stuff. We're just we're just but trying. We gotta yeah. say the 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 episodes you have watched, loved them. CGI yeah. was on point. It was great. Very. It brought me back. It made me want to rewatch a lot of the Lord of the Rings to kind of understand yeah the story. So. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait oh, to finish it. The logic, it. the logic still doesn't. Uh, there's a small little tidbit, but we're not gonna get to because it it's a spoiler. But like, because we'll probably talk about it for like another thirty minutes about <laughs> it. But uh, the, again, but JC mentioned it on the, on a little bit on y'all's episode. Uh, if that if that is Gandalf or if that's not, we don't know. But like, it kind of like it it needs to. That's the thing too about doing a series like this. It needs to somewhat connect. And that's the thing too with me is that that I enjoyed so much like the dagger from House of the Dragon, how that's the same dagger that Ari. It's just the whole nostalgia of just like, oh, remember that, remember that, like it's just oh man, remember that, oh you remember like it just again it's it's piggybacking piggy, piggybacking off of Game of Thrones. It really is, and I love that though. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing whatsoever. It's getting us back and hooked into that to that whole series. But yeah, let's let's move on. Uh, our last topic of the day. Angela, what is our last topic of the day today? Oh, that's the one's going to be fun. A lot, uh, yeah, a, a, very, so very fun. Catherine Kennedy is basically being told to stop announcing Star Wars movies. 
Yeah. Oh man, let's get. I know. I know. David's a huge, um, a huge fan of this and everything, and 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 uh, it's definitely a topic to where I'm very upset about, and I'm gonna try to be not as blunt as I usually am. Um, and and it goes to back try. to the creative team, and we're we're talking about um the the movies. So I want to clarify real quick. We're talking about the movies, no series. We're not talking about a series. We're not talking about the the beautifully done show on Andor and the Tales of the Jedi came out today. We haven't had a chance to check that out. We'll probably check that out after this show. Uh, but uh, you know, we're talking about the uh, we're not talking about the Mandalorian. We're not talking about any of the series shows that are on Disney Plus right now. But uh, yeah, this is definitely uh, definitely a shocker in a way. In a way, but I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, if you listen to this on the channel or if you listen to my podcast, any, any any platform out there, you know how vocal I am on I do not like The Last Jedi movie. The Last Jedi was just everything I thought Star Wars had in this new Disney trilogy. I kind of destroyed it all uh, from Force Awakens. Again, Force Awakens. I enjoyed Force Awakens so much. Did you enjoy Force Awakens, Ted? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I think you started off on the wrong foot. Um they tried to do this thing where they wanted to create the the Star Wars component of like an old is it is it old uh, old episodic stories where you would start in sort of like a middle of an ongoing like conflict mm -hmm. and you didn't have to do that like this yeah. is a these are the these are the sequels. I understand with the prequels, like that was kind of necessary, but uh, you should have just told a story from the beginning with regards to this new force coming out of the woodwork. And that was the other thing. It's like you destroyed the Death Star, the Empire is defeated, but then you had this like sub subgroup that just came into stronger power than the Empire did after like decades. You, yeah. you started the entire sequels off on the wrong foot. You didn't have to go that far. They should have just told a story about some like evil person coming into power and doing things from the shadows like Palpatine did in the original. Uh, the original or the sequels. Sorry, the prequels. The prequels. Um, they should have just told a, a more coherent story from the beginning. Instead, we got what we got. Yeah, uh, you know, and I still love that. Man, I just I wanted to really enjoy Last Jedi. I mean, this has, this has nothing to do with Ryan Johnson. It really doesn't because it comes, it goes back. Ryan Johnson's a great filmmaker. I mean, look at what he did with Knives Out. Look at what he. I mean, he's done so many different projects where it's like such a good quality film. I, for me, I just can't believe this is the same guy that's made that made Last Jedi. Um, uh, of a film and it's just it really goes back to the creative team and it goes back to Katherine Kennedy herself uh and and it, and that's the thing too how in the effing world are we three years 2019 since we had a Star Wars movie this is insane and people are saying oh this is a rush it's taking you know well three years three years what you're crazy man we should have you know there's still time that's not a rush Three years is not a rush. They had three years to work on a timeline, figure out. We've had so many different damn comments. We heard Colin Trevor was supposed to, or Colin, uh, um, 
Toraro was supposed to be a director. That didn't plan out. Oh, we gotta screw that up too. Okay, thank you. <laughs> now we got Taiga Waititi. Dude, Taiga doesn't need to do a Star Wars movie. I don't, I mean, I'll be honest here. He really doesn't. He has already an Oscar in his belt. He doesn't need it to do a Star Wars movie, nor do, do I want it? Why not? But that'll be nice. But is it really like, does it really plan out the form that they really want to go with? I just feel like Catherine Kennedy's just trying to get anyone that's hot in Hollywood right now as a director and just put his name, boom. Oh, this person's directing. All right, cool. Cool. Is Ryan Johnson still making his trilogy? Is is every, It's just so much misdirection and missed news that just keeps getting funneled and out. I think that's the reason why uh, Catherine Kennedy has been advised not to announce anything just because, um, yeah. you know, unless they're really set in stone, uh, it's really just to avoid negative press surrounding everything. Because you're right. And like, Taika it's coming out. Yeah, it's coming to out. To do the film set, like, what, two years ago? And, I, and there's there's shit that's been done. I'm sorry. It, there's no shit. Nothing has been done. And I say that very very heartful because <laughs> I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And that, and that's the that's yeah. the sucky part is that it's so you know when it when it got sold to Disney, I was like, all right, cool. This is exciting. All right, a new trilogy. You know, I you know tickets sold like crazy for the Force Awakens. And then we got Last Jedi and all the bad. It, it you know Last Jedi divided the fans. It really did. Granted, we did it to ourselves. How much are we, you know, we, we say, you know, we say so much, we expect so much granted, do we deserve it? No, but we're, it's, it's great to have a Star Wars film. It really is. But it's sad to say that after three years, they still have no plan whatsoever, but thanks Angela for bringing that to perspective. Can you read this comment real quick? This is coming from the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars net that officially, officially came out uh on Sunday. I want to say it was through the weekend this and yeah, go ahead and read this for us, Angela. Yeah, so it says, uh, I think it's franchise The Rise of Skywalker premiered in theaters back in 2019. Catherine Kennedy has announced two live-action Star Wars movies. Uh, on May 4th, 2020, the company released an official uh, statement saying that Taika Waititi, excuse me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, would be oh, co-writing and directing a new film set in the galaxy far, far away. It's been two and a half years. Nothing has been <laughs> oh, written. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Later man. that year, on December 10th, it was also announced that Patty Jenkins would be directing Rogue Squadron. But now it looks like that project's on the back uh, burner. Yeah. And so as a result, uh, Puck News is saying Disney CEO Bob Chapek has had advised Kathy <laughs> to stop announcing projects until they are set in stone to avoid further negative press surrounding the franchise and the company. So I get it. I get it. It makes sense, you know, like you say, you're announcing these grand plans. People are getting excited and nothing pans out. You don't want further negative PR happening with that. But it, but, but right. Bob, like, Bob, is, Bob is a shit show, too. I mean, he's just he's just terrible. He's a he, he's just we're not going to go into the Disney parks crap that he's doing that we personally have experienced. Um, but it just it's definitely uh, it, it's definitely sucks knowing that the last Star Wars movie that we got what, and, 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 and to put it into perspective here, we're talking about that, and it's been, J.J. Abrams came out and said it after Rise of Skywalker came out, after even Ryan Johnson said it too in interviews, Star Wars, had no, we had no plan. There was really not a thought out plan to do uh, Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker or to bring the Emperor. That was a lie. Catherine Kennedy said, oh no, that's our plan. That's our plan from the beginning. 
JJ Abrams said you're the, he's the new he's you just announced him to okay JJ Abrams worked on the last one he worked he we did good on the first film let's bring him back and and try to close up this mess we we created here and let's create this whole story JJ Abrams came out and said it yeah we didn't have a plan to bring the emperor back that was not a plan whatsoever that was there was there wasn't a plan at all I just came in and fixed a mess essentially that's what he said in a very polite way. Do you think, uh, yeah. um, in my, in your opinion, both of y'all, that uh, given the negative reception of the last films, do you think Disney's really focused on making the shows as an experiment? Because shows are all like the rage now, right? Like a lot of Marvel shows have started coming out. So do you think Disney was trying to use this time to experiment if shows would be better or more popular or better received? You know, it's definitely one of those things to where uh, – you get filmmakers okay so here's the thing Catherine kennedy you know just because she's a we're let's go to the history real quick Catherine kennedy worked on jurassic park she's worked on steven she's worked on fabulous filmmaker steven spielberg produced still producer but just because you're a great producer doesn't mean you're a great head of a ahead of a lucas film doesn't mean that whatsoever doesn't mean you're ahead of a studio oh you're a great producer. That means you're going to do fantastic as a head of a studio. And I was never, I was never on board having Catherine Kennedy in there uh, from the get-go, uh, just because I feel like it wasn't. It, again, it just like I don't know if she's a fan. She says she's a fan, but in the back of my mind, and I wholeheartedly say this because it sucks. I don't think she's a fan at all. I think she's a fan of the popularity, the popular the Star Wars, how people get into. I think she's a fan more of that, more the excitement of the fans. But I don't think she's a true fan of Star Wars. I mean, look what Dave Filoni, look what John Favreau has done. I mean, just look at all these filmmakers that have really John Favreau when he talks about Star any Star Wars, right? Any Star, I don't know why he hasn't done a movie, but any Star Wars, he talks about it like it's just his baby. Like he just talks about it so much, uh, um, so much cherished words. I would say he's just you could tell in his eyes and his in in his face that he just like. I, you know, I love this story. I love the Mando. I love the story I'm giving out. I love that we're bringing people to love the whole, Luke, you know, Luke Skywalker. They may, I watched all behind the scenes. So it's just, it's just, you can tell with Dave Filoni, you could tell with John Favreau and everything. And, I, you know, with the shows capitalizing right now, I kind of feel like Disney's upset in a way because it's like, how in the hell can we get the shows so good, but yet we can't get the episodes to be as good? That's that's the dilemma they're in, but yeah, Ted, what did you think of this, man? Um, I where do we start? <laughs> um, <laughs> I I've always I've always said, you know, I already mentioned the the sequels didn't have didn't have a foundation to build off of. They yeah. went in and just said everybody gets to do their own thing. How do you tell a a co coherent story if you just let three people do their own thing? Yeah, you no, know, there needs to be some connective tissue. There needs to be like a blueprint. That's what Kevin Feige does with all of his mm -hmm. Marvel movies. There's connective tissue. There's a blueprint for all these things. So yeah. Kathleen Kennedy or whoever takes her job needs to do that going forward. The reason yeah. why we haven't had any movies in the last three years, we also had a pandemic that took two years of our lives out yeah of but in, not even a script though and during that pandemic you know you could I mean, again we talk about it so many times pandemic shows we've seen pandemic reality shows come to life granted it's a lot it sucks though there's a lot of shows yeah. it took a lot of the life out of them but obviously but it just there's no script you could have written you could have been zoom communicating like we are now i mean there's just so much that you they could have been done 
But yeah, I know what I, you're saying, though. I think everybody's projects got pushed back. So, like, Taika, his Love and Thunder got pushed back. So, yeah. you know, he's just working on that the entire time because that was next, but it got delayed. So, unfortunately, yeah. that probably took his time. I'm more interested in Kevin's movie and Damon uh, Lindelof because I love the Watchmen series that he did. That is arguably the best DC show, DC comic show ever. It was beautifully written. It was so intense. Um, the twists, the action scenes, the acting, everything was fantastic. I don't know how anything, even on the Marvel side, will ever surpass it. Uh, so if Damon Lindelof is writing a Star Wars movie, I'm excited for that. I'm also excited to see what Kevin Feige does with his Star Wars project. But yeah. let's just get to the uh, the um, the Old Republic already. Like I know that they <clears> talked <throat> about a new movie uh, yeah. being further in past the sequels. Let's just get to the Old Republic. Exactly. Let's start. Let's start out already for the beginning. Want. Yeah. Yeah. You can have all the fun you want with the New Republic, and everybody will go to it because it'll be new and interesting. And there's no Skywalkers anywhere. I yeah. love Mark Hamill and I love the Luke Skywalker character. But yeah. um, we need to just get to something new already. I keep forgetting that under Lucasfilm as well is Indiana Jones, which looks fantastic. Indiana Jones looks great. Uh, the film. Uh, the, the what? All we had was a teaser so far. Yeah. I mean, it just the whole idea, though, sounds great. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, it does. It sounds. I mean, I'm excited to see. And I'm not an Indiana Jones fan whatsoever. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. So. Yeah. And Willow, I haven't. I saw. I saw a trailer. I'm kind of like skeptical on it because it really didn't reach my fan base. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I saw a lot of older people young. react to Willow. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm 30 now, dude. I can't believe that. Yeah, but yeah I'm 30. Yeah. I'm uh, almost there. But, but look at yet. look at this lineup here on itself. You know, we saw Andor, Obi Wan's coming out. The Bad Snatch got pushed back. Uh, you know, and then and then Rogue Squadron. We don't know what the hell's going on with that. I mean, so, this is just this is just crazy, man. I just. Okay. Yeah, remember, remember, uh, remember when the Rogue Squadron when they announced this, they actually had a whole CGI of the X-wing there, and I was just like, "What the heck? Like, what they did all this production work to capitalize on the marketing of it, and then nothing, yeah. still nothing." I just, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like that Bob Chapek is really holding down the fort over there and just being like, "Nope, that's not gonna work. Nope, that's not gonna work." Well. Kat and Catherine can't really defend herself because she just has that bad momentum and the box office shows, you know, the money shows and it just Star Wars should be making a lot of money. We should be seeing a Star Wars movie at least announced, at least have like an official like script. I mean, God, dude, this is insane. I mean, Ahsoka's coming. It's just crazy. Lando, uh, a droid story, uh, the the Mandalorian we're going to get next, uh, next year. I mean, there's just so much of a Star Wars world where you you're missing one yeah uh, yeah the uh, the jude law one jude law. oh yes 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 yeah yeah that i know what you're talking sound, about that one sounds cool i can't even remember the name right now but the jude law one is probably the one i'm most intrigued to see i know ahsoka is going to be good they'll do the spin-offs i will yeah. talk about that later oh but it's called jude, skeleton jude, crew skeleton crew there you go yeah Skeleton Crew. Did David say that? No. Skeleton Crew. That is exciting. It's kind of like the Goonies in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. I'm down for that. All the live long day. 
uh, the Goonies I really was am. this movie way back in the eighties. <laughs> oh no, I I know what the we don't we see the Goonies. Go well, no, okay. Oh whatever. We see no, the Goonies. I haven't seen the Goonies. I know what it is. Oh, I've my never seen it. God. Angela, that's it. <laughs> Angela, you know, there's gonna be a new criteria <laughs> now for being on the movie talk show. Studio oh tonight. man, studio. dude, what the, we're, we're gonna, you know, and there's a lot of movies that I had to bring up Angela's IQ on the films, and I was just like, okay, if you're gonna be on the show, you need to watch this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie. You, you never seen The Godfather? Oh my god, you gotta watch this movie, this movie. Okay, the, okay, but just... to be fair, to be fair, I do not like mob movies, gangsters or crime. You don't mafia, like crime movies. Cr you like crime documentaries, like but you don't like crime, crime movies. No, I like true crime. I but like, you don't like, like the movies. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. that. I love it. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. I don't it's like, like mob boss mafia movies i don't i don't understand I, that but yeah i mean um yeah it's definitely uh uh definitely we need that i don't care that we don't have star wars movies like i get that they're big what? Deal, but like what whoa whoa, whoa. We're, time out time out time out but we're eating so what? good with star wars tv no, no but that's the thing though i don't want i don't okay for someone that loves the big screen for for three okay okay is, is I, two see, it, mandalorian season two be three. Was better than the last three movies the yeah, last three movies okay would, okay yeah, i get that i get I that ted i get I that ted but someone that loves someone that loves the theater as myself and including you i know you do i know you you're very critique on that you really are don't lie you are i do i do but yeah i love the movies own I, it I've worked and so for multiple years yeah and so like for me to to not see a star wars during my you know my now i'm on my 30s now i need to see a star wars movie like we're due we okay, are due okay. for a star wars movie all right but we're, i would rather watch I, w I agree with you ted i would rather watch 10 very good star wars shows than one more very bad star wars movie. i'm not saying i'm not saying it's gonna be bad but damn all right angela damn girl you, <laughs> after we saw the last jedi after oh. we saw you know the last I was pissed off. Movies of that trilogy. That Leia scene is so cringy. Where she's After like, "After we saw yeah. that, I had to hear you complain and be so disappointed for such a very long time." I was so upset. If it, and I know if there's another Star Wars movie, no matter what it is about, I, if it doesn't hold yeah. up to your like high standards, I'm gonna hear about it. And it's so I would. Month. Yeah. It is no, it, ha it has to hold up to the high standards. Though that's the whole. That's the whole. Uh, um, that's us. I mean, again, though, we do it to ourselves, right? As I like to say, we as Star Wars fans do this to ourselves because we get so hyped. We hype ourselves up, and the and the trailers hype us up too, as well. I mean, it's not just you know the marketing and everything because it's Star Wars, man. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's the whole concept of just doing. I mean, I, there's so much they can do besides the the Skywalker. You know, there's so many books. I mean, if they could do the books so well, so many different Star Wars books. Um, if they could do them so well, Thrawn. I mean, dude. Thrawn, bro. Like, I mean, there's just so many different characters they can really introduce that are not Skywalkers that um, but they I can feel really like capitalize on that. But they yeah. need, I don't know. I really like the way the shows are going because you can expand on that. It's not a two hour movie. You can span it week after week, right? But again, I agree with you, Ted. I, I would yeah. rather see the good shows keep coming than they are. The very they bad are. Andor, they are. And, and we're seeing, we're seeing a very, and with Andor, we talk, I talk about Andor right now. Andor is probably like for me, Andor is the best adult Star Wars show we have ever gotten in the history of Star Wars. When it, even when it includes the movies too, I feel like even, even so, Why because the we adult show we've ever gotten. Oh, I mean, uh, they're all, oh. they're all 
I mean, Rebels. Rebels kids. is well, it's kids, but like, it's not really. Uh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I will. We'll, we'll get. Well, I mean, <laughs> even though it's a, even though a, hey, a, hey, even though it's animation, it could still be adult. Soul proved that wrong. Soul proved it wrong. But again, it just comes back to the whole. Uh, to the uh, to the whole fan base, right? I mean, that's yeah. us. That's that's the critics. That's that's just the the whole fan base here, and um, it really relies on, you know, people are complaining about, and it's and I'll be honest here, the viewership for Andor is not great. It's not great. People are not watching Andor as, and they're not talking about it on the internet as much as the Mandalorian. But it's because the Mandalorian is is a family friendly um, show. It really is. And with Andor, it's not family friendly. Friendly, I would say it's the most adult. We see more of oppressed. We see more of a depressing Star Wars world because the Empire is taking control of everything. We see that we, you know, uh, this this episode that came out today. We talk. We see we're going to see Saul Guerrero. I don't care what anyone says. Rogue Holy One. Holy oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, it's a, it's it's. Oh, a, it, it, he's casting. We saw it. this from the trailer. I'm just we kidding, saw this. Kidding, oh, I was kidding. gonna say we saw it in the trailer. We saw Saul. We know he has to be a part of it. Um, and uh, you know, I just Diego Luna again. It just goes back to where like I'm. I'm loving. I am. I'm loving Andor. I'm excited. But now I'm all like. Can we get a movie though? Like a movie. I want to see that film. If Andor was premiering in theaters, I'll probably be like, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I got, I got, I'm full. I'm getting full. I got, I got my appetizer and my, on my entree here. I'm good. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good here. But again, it just goes back <laughs> to where I enjoy watching them at home, but I want to experience them in the theaters with the crowds, with, the, you know, with that whole atmosphere. And that's the thing too, you know, uh, there's a Nicole Kidman shirt that I'm going to buy, and it's an AMC. I'm pretty sure you've seen it, right, Ted? The AMC commercial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it says, I, man, I'm going to get this totally wrong, but at this, this is a, I think this is a perfect place to cry or something like that, something where it gets emotional. And I love this because it's the whole shot of the whole uh, AMC theater. It, the whole atmosphere shows crowds going into the theater. You know, it, it's the whole theater experience. It really is. And But, yeah, I'm excited to see what – uh what more shows we're gonna have because i mean i'm excited for the shows that's not that's on point i don't have anything to worry bad batch i thought i wasn't gonna like it i actually liked it a lot the last season of clone wars i was just like okay that's cool has to had to end it was great i i didn't i didn't like it as much yeah it was great see it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't great for me angle it was okay for for me it wasn't as great again i'm comparing it to other another series called rebels it was for me i thought rebels was way better closure no i mean it's it's the same universe but it's it's just different time periods uh but i yeah i mean i'm excited to see ezra i'm excited to see ahsoka uh, again I miss Kanan. I know he's oh, yeah. not Kanan, with yeah. us no more, but one day, one I miss Kanan. One day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what's in store. So yeah. Any final thoughts, Ted, on the Star Wars, the whole Catherine Kennedy shutdown? Shut your mouth. That's right. That's <laughs> it. They're telling her. They're no, telling her. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, 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 no. Nothing to say. We're I we're eating so good. Filoni and Favreau are feeding us well. Like, I yeah. have my Star Wars fix. We have Star Wars year round. It was like uh, you know, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Now we got Andor. We're getting Tales of the Jedi, and then uh, there's there's something else that's on the way. Um, I can't Bad Batch. 
It might be Bad Batch. I'm bad Batch of. is coming yeah. up, I know, very soon. It was supposed to come out before the end of the year, but then they pushed oh, it to next year. Oh, and then Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka's yeah, coming Ahsoka, out yeah. pretty soon, too. So, you like, know, we're, we're eating just we're, fine. We just need that Christmas special now. <laughs> we need that Star Wars Chewbacca Christmas special. I know it was such a terrible special, uh, Chewbacca. They now, didn't they do something already? They did something already. Well, they, they tried the Lego, Lego thing. It was Lego. And, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was just like, no. It was funny. It was. Cute. They should. They should give us. They should give us the uh, Amando. Uh, Amando uh, um, Christmas special, where he yeah. just goes and helps and cheers and spreads uh, jolly. He delivers presents. I mean, that'll be kind of good. D uh, Disney, if you take that idea, I own it. By the way, copyrighted it already. I copyright Star Wars the Mando special, the Mando Christmas special. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see. I just, yeah, definitely sucks. We haven't got, or there's not even a plan for a Star Wars film as of right now. I don't think Taiga, he's a good addition, but I don't think he's the, because then if he starts a trilogy, then, or if he starts a, a one movie and it ends up being great, right? We love it. Me and you, Ted, we love it. We're going to want more of him doing it. But I guarantee you, he's going to be like, I would just, I just wanted to do one film. How uh, about me? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I Angela, I mean oh, oh, man. I, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Tyga, yeah, yeah. I feel like Tyga could do a great movie around a scoundrel, a guy like Han Solo, or doing one about another character. Oh, God. Han Solo sort is of terrible. Fits in Don't the, even mention Han Solo. I forgot about Solo. The character, not, not the movie Solo. I'm, yeah. I'm saying Tyga could do a, a great Star Wars movie that revolves around a scoundrel type character like a Han Solo. Uh, somebody yeah. who's, you know, quick, uh, quick wit, uh, quick, has quick wit, who's jokey, who's sarcastic, who's funny, but, um, you know, but it still has to be a hero of the story. So yeah, we, we'll see what happens. Definitely. Definitely guys. Uh, question is for you guys out there. Movie talk fans, uh, movie goers out there. Question is for y'all. What did y'all think of the star Wars house of the dragon, the DC universe? Now that it has a leader now of our fearless leader, uh, for this leader, James Gunn, uh, you know, taking up the helm. Of course we know him and knowing we're going to get more DC stuff, more, more of that structure here. And, uh, and yeah, I'm excited to see the green lantern house of the dragon season two coming out in 2024, hopefully maybe sooner, but I doubt it. It's probably going to, and we're probably going to get it around the same time. We got uh, this one probably around the fall. So middle towards or the end of 2024, I would or the fall season. I would say because it usually comes around the same time but yeah guys if you haven't already like share subscribe uh if you and if you have not checked out ted what where can people find you at ah the countdown city geek cast you can find us everywhere mostly on uh facebook but uh head over to our youtube page at countdown city geeks uh i've had the best october ever i've done six or seven interviews with actors and actresses from uh horror movies so i just spoke with michael myers from the rob zombie films as well as laurie strode from the rob zombie films uh <laughs> daniel harris i spoke to leatherface from the um yeah killing it jerry bruckheimer film it's been a fantastic time and i just got done meeting uh well talking again with jonathan breck he's a friend of the show i'm gonna be giving this away next week awesome it is the og creeper Jonathan Breck, who signed this. We're going to do a wow. contest. You want to find out more how to win it, uh, head on over to Facebook at our Countdown City Geeks uh, Geekcast Facebook page. 
Find out how to win. Awesome. Definitely. Definitely, man. I'll put it on, I'll put it on the co- on the comments down below, guys. I'll put it, be sure and tag their YouTube channel so that way you can keep tabs on that concert. Thank you guys once again so much. Uh, thank you for putting in on our com- And if you had any, put it on comments down below. What Again, what did you think of this whole everything? Tell us, tell us. We love talking to movies here at the Movie Talk channel when we talk show. And thank you so much for making us a part of your day. As always, I'm your host, Ryan D. It comes with Ryan680. I'm Angela that cat lady Ange. And I'm steady with the geek cast. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> <Catch you there. laughs>